Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Sin has no place in the believer's life. It is tragic that so many preachers and so many believers have a passive attitude towards sin. Today on Drawing Near, Paul affirms that the Colossian saints have separated themselves from sin and the flesh. This separation takes place at conversion. As we examine this, I encourage you to open your Bible and turn to Colossians chapter 3 and join me for Christ is All. As we prepare for our study today, let's go to the Lord together in prayer. Father in heaven, we give thanks to you for this day, for the brothers and sisters in Christ that you surround us with, for the opportunities of ministry that you give to us. We thank you for answered prayer in our lives and for being there as a strength and a person of encouragement who gives us what we lack. When we are weak, you are strong. And Father, we thank you for your indwelling Holy Spirit who is with us all the time, teaching, counseling, comforting, convicting. Thank you for him, Father. And Lord, most of all, we thank you for Jesus Christ, who through faith in Jesus and all that he has done, we may receive forgiveness of sin and victory over sin. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In our last study, Paul told the Colossian saints that they were to live as though their bodies were dead to sin. They were to live spiritually, not carnally. They were to live with their minds focused on the things above, not the temptations and things of this earth. Today, Paul continues that thought, but clarifies what has taken place in the believer's life through faith in Jesus. He says in verse 9 of Colossians chapter 3, Do not lie to one another, since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices. The first part of verse 9 continues the thought of verse 8, where he's talking about putting away sinful emotions and sins of the tongue. And so he says, do not lie to one another. Do not defraud or deceive one another. And he says the reason why we're not to do that Yes, it is sin. He says, don't do this since you have laid aside the old self with its evil practices. When we get saved, when we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we don't simply receive forgiveness of sin. We actively put aside our old self. We die to our old self and we are born again, born anew. There is a new self there. There is a new person there. And so we need to understand, we don't simply continue the way we were once we're saved. We are crucified with Christ, nevertheless we live. Not us, not I, but Christ who lives in me. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. That's not just talking about forgiveness. That's talking about behavior, conduct. And so Paul says, since you have laid aside the old self, That's repentance, turning away from the old self, crucifying the old self, denying ourselves, taking up our cross daily and following Jesus. We've laid aside the old self. 
with the activities of the old self. So we no longer have anger the way we once had anger or wrath or malice. We're no longer slanderous like we might have been or have abusive speech from our mouths. We've laid those things aside. And in our last study, Paul emphasized we're not to pick them back up. We're to keep them laid aside, or we are to continually, as we walk with Christ, present our bodies as dead to those things and put them aside. In other words, we're never to pick them up again. Because we are in the flesh, sin will continue to harass us. Temptation will continue to be there. Having laid them and the old man aside when we got saved, we are not to re-engage. We are not to pick them back up. Not only have we laid aside the old self with its evil practices, but verse 10 says, and have put on the new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of one who created him. We not only have put aside the old man, the old self, with its sins and practices, but we have put on the new self. We are a new creation. With that new self comes new attitudes, new emotions new ways of thinking, new behaviors. And those behaviors are in line with the Lord Jesus Christ. How do we know that? Well, we're told in verse 10, this new self is being renewed, is being renovated, is being regenerated, made into a new person. We are in the process of putting off the old and putting on the new continually. So we are being renewed to a true knowledge, a true understanding. And we've already looked at how wisdom and knowledge are supposed to impact our lives. But as we think differently, we will behave differently and speak differently. And so we are to grow in this true knowledge. We are to grow in this new way of thinking and this new behavior because we have put on the new self when we trusted in Christ. And this renewal that takes place is talked about in the last part of verse 10 according to the image of the one who created him. Who created us? Well, originally God through Jesus Christ. And it is God through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ who is renewing or recreating or renovating us. We are being made into the image of Jesus Christ, of God. So we need to talk like Jesus. We need to think like Jesus. We need to act like Jesus. And even our emotions are to be like Jesus. Now that's the test. That's what happens to the follower of Jesus Christ. They follow Jesus, learn from Jesus, and become like Jesus. It is crystal clear that our attitudes towards sin must change, and our behavior in sin must be done away with. When we trust in Christ, We put aside, we laid aside the old self and its practices, and we put on the new self with a new true way of thinking and a behavior or an image of Jesus Christ. In verse 11, we're told a renewal, we're being renewed, a renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free man. The renewal that takes place makes us all the same before God in Jesus Christ. There's no separation between Jew and Gentile or circumcised and uncircumcised. 
God doesn't have a preference for one over the other. One doesn't have a greater standing than the other. The slave or the free person. In this world, the slave is lower on the social ladder, looked down upon, and the free man is elevated. That's not the case in Christ. Why is this the case? Why do all of these distinctions that exist on this earth in Jesus Christ disappear? The last part of verse 11, because Christ is all and in all. When people look at us, they should not see us. They should see Christ. And especially when we look at each other, we should not see social distinctions or economic distinctions or racial distinctions or educational distinctions, but rather we should see Christ. Everyone is either in Christ or not in Christ. Why? Because Christ is all. He is all we focus on. He is our attention. He is the one who saves us. He is the one we follow and serve. Christ is all and in all. Christ is the distinguishing mark in our lives. Not how much money we have. Not the color of our skin. We're either lost or saved. And if we're saved, we live like Christ. We talk like Christ. If we're lost, then we're still caught up with the old self and its evil practices. We need to emphasize here, Christians are not comfortable with sin. Christians put away sin. And if you have an attitude of, I can't help it, or I've been forgiven, you have a wrong attitude towards sin. Part of being a Christian is a renewed thinking and understanding regarding sin. We hate sin. It is sin that separated us from God in the first place. Why would we want to continue sinning? Father in heaven, help us to see this, because this idea that sin is okay or permissible or because Jesus has forgiven us of our sin, then it doesn't matter what we do. That whole thing is so rampant in the world today. Help us, Father, to have a right attitude towards sin, to understand what sin is, what harm it does, and help us, Father, to, in Christ Jesus, put it away and put on the new self. Before Christ, we couldn't do that. But through faith in Christ, we can. That transformation has taken place in our lives, and we need to know that. We once were powerless over sin. We were victims. We were slaves. But we're not slaves anymore. You have given us victory over sin, death, and the grave. You have broken the chains of bondage that sin held on us. We are not slaves to sin anymore. Rather, we are followers of Jesus Christ. We are to be saints. Help us to recognize this, to understand it, and to embrace it with all of our hearts. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.